and welcome to the Verbal to Visual podcast, where we talk about bringing ideas to life using words and images, sometimes individually, but usually together in a combination that utilizes the power of the verbal alongside the power of the visual. I'm your host, Doug Neal, and today I'm going to share a framework for evaluating your sketch notes, a way to look back at something you've sketched out and see the spots where there's room for improvement. To follow along with the conversation today, uh, head on over to verbaltovisual.com slash episode 15, or connect on Twitter, at Douglas P. Neal is my handle, and uh, let me know what you think of the ideas that I'm about to share. So my interest in this topic of evaluating sketch notes was sparked by the first ever one-on-one sketchnoting instruction that uh, took place just this past week. Um, I recently set up this, this one-on-one instruction via Skype to be able to connect with, with learners of this skill on an individual basis. And I, uh, t- I talked about what prompted that decision back in episode 13 of the podcast. So check that one out if you want to hear the full backstory behind those, those one-on-one sessions. And those individual sessions, they, they have two basic components to them. The first thing that we do is develop an individualized learning plan, which is done collaboratively between myself and whoever it is I'm helping to develop this skill. What we do, we, we chat about what you want to use your visual note-taking skills for and what sort of experience you've got so far. And, and then we go about crafting a plan to, to move forward. And after that learning plan is in place, uh, we then go into this cycle of instruction, practice, and evaluation. That's the, the second component. When you, the student, are putting your plan into action and developing your skills. But to know which skills to develop next, what you can do is look back at your recent sketches. And it's that looking back that I want to focus on in this episode. It's too easy, I think, to judge a sketchnote based on its aesthetics, like how pretty it looks. And sometimes that might be important, like depending on what you're using your sketch for, you might need to have at least a little bit of visual pleasantness to it. If your primary goal is to share your sketches with others, then it is worth it to think about how others will perceive what you've sketched out. But Probably not to the extent you think. Nitya Vaklu taught us that last week on the podcast when she shared how the important thing to remember when you're working with a a group is to understand that you are there to serve the group, not to create a pretty picture. So you need to be in touch with the, the needs of the group and help that group reach whatever their goals are. And usually having a pretty picture is not the primary goal. The primary goal is to have this visual that helps them understand whatever it is they're trying to work through. Then on the other side of things, you might just be sketching things out for yourself to capture something you're learning or to wrap your head around a problem you're trying to solve or to map out a new project that you want to get started on. In that case, how it looks on first appearance to someone else is completely irrelevant. All that matters is that you know how to take the information in that sketch and and move forward with whatever it is you're working on. So to know how to look back on something that you've sketched, here's the first step. You need to clearly identify the purpose of that sketch. And preferably, you do this before you even start sketching. Because if you know why you're picking up the pen and getting some sketches down, that will help you immensely in the process of taking those notes. It will help you make decisions about what details are worth getting down and which ones aren't. So make sure you know why you're sketching something out. That's step number one. Step number two, after doing the sketching, is to look back on your sketch notes with that lens of why. 
look at them through these purpose-tinted glasses. That's what we'll call them. Put your purpose glasses on and uh, look at your sketch. How does it look through that lens? Does it meet your needs? If it does, awesome. Celebrate that and then continue on with whatever you're using those sketches for. If it didn't meet your needs, then you move into skill development mode by asking specifically, in what way did this sketch not meet my needs? The answer to that question will direct you toward your next skill building activities. It will show you the areas that you need to work on. So looking back at your sketches in this way, first by making sure you're clear about the purpose of your sketch, and then evaluating that sketch with that purpose in mind, that forces you away from judging a sketch based purely on its aesthetic merits alone. Now, in an upcoming session with a, a student of mine, we're going to enter that phase of critiquing past work. We're going to look at some old sketches and have a conversation about them. And the first thing that I'm going to ask is that question, why did you make these sketches in the first place? And the good news about working one-on-one -on -one is that I think I already know the answer because we've already had that initial discussion, but it doesn't hurt to clarify that. And after answering that question of why, we'll look at ways to build on and, and tweak the skills that are already there. Understand that this is a process that you can complete entirely on your own as well. Ask yourself the why behind any specific sketch before you start sketching, and that will help you sidestep those emotional barriers that often crop up once you start doing anything that resembles drawing. And then if you want to look back after the fact and find areas that you'd like to improve, then keep your purpose in mind when doing that evaluation and use it to spark ideas for the further development of your skills. That's how you can go through the process of reflection and development on your own. If you would like outside feedback, then that's one of the things that you'll get with these one-on-one -on -one instruction sessions that I've been mentioning. And there, and there are two ways we can set those up if you're interested. I offer one-time sessions for $30, and that includes a 30-minute chat via Skype, during which we'll first talk about your experience and your goals and develop that learning plan I mentioned earlier. Uh, then if you'd like a follow-up session down the line, you can schedule that as need be. That's kind of the first model for instruction, the one-at-a-time model. The second is a little bit more of a course. I wanted to create some sort of package of sessions that makes it a bit easier and a bit more affordable than those individual sessions. So what I'm offering is a, a five session course that has a bit more structure to it. In the first session, we'll do what I just explained. We'll chat about your goals and set up a plan. Then as you carry out that plan, as you go out and practice and develop your skills and get experience, we'll have sessions two through four to go through this cycle of feedback and instruction and encouragement. And if need be, we'll make adjustments to, to your learning plan based on what you find out by going out and actually using your skills. Then in the last session, the, the fifth one, we'll talk about long-term goals. We'll use what we have learned from the first four sessions and make sure that you're set up to kick butt in the long run with whatever you're doing. That five session course, um, each session of which will include one of those 30-minute one-on-one Skype chats and some follow-up emails. That kind of fuller course costs $99. So you'll save 50 bucks compared to doing the one session at a time method. Now those prices might change in the future, but they'll stay where they are for at least the next few months. It's now early August of 2014, and those prices will definitely stay where they are through uh, October, um, but they might change after that. We'll see. If either of those instruction models sound interesting to you, send me an email, doug at verbaltovisual.com. 
I've also included all of those course details on the site. So again, you can check out the show notes for this episode uh, with a link to, to those details at verbaltovisual.com slash episode 15. There you will also find some other links related to the things we talked about in this episode. So I hope you give some thought to this, this process of evaluating past sketches as a way to develop your visual note-taking skills. I think that perspective of looking through that lens of, of your purpose was something that I lacked early on as I was developing my skills. I cared far too much about how pretty my sketch notes turned out and how often others shared them or liked them or retweeted them online. I wish that I had focused more on the purpose behind those sketch notes. I think it would have saved me a lot of emotional energy and probably would have led to, to quicker skill development too. So give that process a go yourself. Start by defining the, the purpose of your sketch and use that purpose as a compass of sorts to help you figure out where to go next. Good luck with that and we will talk again, not next week, but the following week. I'm about to head out on vacation, uh, first for a family reunion on the Oregon coast, then uh, for some time with my immediate family in central and eastern Oregon. Those uh, summer vacations have been a tradition in my family since I was a kid, which I feel pretty darn lucky about to, to keep that going. I hope that you are enjoying your summer or winter, depending on where you are, or um, fall or spring, I guess, depending on when you're listening to this episode. I will talk to you next time. Until then.